I'm your host, Coach JT. I'm excited to dive into this topic with you guys today because it's one of my favorites. We are going to dive into exercise programming. We're going to talk about what's important in general, but then we're going to get more and more specific as we go along into why Longevity Labs programming is the absolute best for nurses specifically and how we kind of got to that point with our programming to customize it for nurses and why that's important and all that good stuff. So again, we're gonna start off a little more general and we're gonna get a little bit more specific as we go along. So bear with me here as we cover the kind of bird's eye view, but then we're gonna get into the specifics about how we do it for nurses and your particular goals and problems that you deal with. So let's jump into it. So at least for this particular podcast, we're gonna hone in on strength training. So when we talk about exercise, that's what we're going to be talking about. Again, at least in the context of this particular podcast. Obviously, there are other pieces to exercise. There's just simple daily movement, like getting steps. There's low intensity cardio, high intensity cardio. All of those things are great and part of a holistic exercise plan. But we're going to hone in on just the strength training because that is typically the most customizable piece of the puzzle um, that we can do for you. And I also think it's the most impactful. It is the most impactful form of exercise for longevity, for strength, for functional movement. And all of that is important for nurses, both professionally and personally. I mean, building strength is going to allow you to keep up with your favorite activities, whether that's hiking or skiing or some type of recreational sport. It's going to allow you to play with your kiddos, be able to get up and down off the ground all the time. It's also going to allow you to support your patients when they need your physical help, which is going to be often. Um, strength training also builds muscle. And muscle is what gives us definition. It's what gives us tone. It's what makes us, ma- it's what makes us look and feel lean. And so when you say like, I want to have more, more muscle tone or muscle definition, we got to have that muscle underneath in order for that to, to pop through. And having strength or muscle isn't just about what you can do or how you look. It's also about your health. The more strength and muscle you have, the healthier you'll be because it contributes to a faster metabolism. It can help prevent or manage diabetes. It creates a strong heart because your heart is a muscle too. So you're going to live longer if you're strength training, but you're also, and in my opinion, personal opinion, more importantly, you're also going to live better. Quality of life is often overlooked along with the independence that comes with it. And I think that is, again, the most important piece of the puzzle. I mean, that's why I named the company Longevity Lab is because I want to take that longevity focus to be the best we can be for the longest possible time. I don't want to hang around this earth with a terrible quality of life. I have told my wife many times when I can't wipe my own ass, I need you to take a pillow to my face in the middle of the night. And I am going to hold her to that. I've asked her many times. I'm like, I need you to have the strength to do this for me because I don't want to hang around after that when I can't go to a coffee shop and enjoy a cup of coffee by myself. I don't even care if I drive there or not. It'd be great 
to drive for as long as possible. I just care about me having the mobility and independence to say, hey, I'm going to grab an Uber and go to the coffee shop and I can get in and out of the car. I can walk into the shop. I can enjoy my coffee by myself. Nothing bad's going to happen. I'm not going to wander off because my mental faculties aren't there or I don't have the physical capability to even wander off. Like, I want to be able to do that stuff. I want to be able to go grocery shopping for myself. I want to be able to play with my grandchildren and be able to get up and down off the floor as a grandpa because kids spend most of their time on the floor. I'm already worried about that as an upcoming dad. And I'm like, shit, I need to get in even better shape just for my kid right now. I'm not even old yet. So I want to have that freedom, that independence, that mobility. And having strength and muscle is what's going to make that happen. And so it's important for our longevity and overall health. It's important for us having strength that we can apply to things we want to do and we can apply professionally. And it's important for functional movement, which is what gets us out of pain too. I probably kind of glossed over that, that piece of the puzzle, but nurses often deal with all kinds of chronic pain from mostly your low back to your feet from being on them all day. And the stronger you are, the better your movement patterns um, in the gym with certain exercises, the less pain you're going to feel. I've trained hundreds of people. And the one thing I can tell you is that pain is often more related to weakness than anything else. We need to build strength in certain areas in order to alleviate pain. And so, again, if you're strength training, you're going to be more functional, you're going to be out of pain. So that's why generally strength training is important and a little bit specifics for nurses. And at Longevity Lab, we take a pretty unique approach. So with our philosophy, philosophy, I don't even, that wasn't even a word. With our philosophy, we train like athletes at Longevity Lab. And it may sound intimidating, but we do take a hot, like these high level athletic principles and we make them accessible to everyone because I'm no professional athlete either. I played lots of sports growing up, but I stopped playing, uh, going into college and I really don't do, I really haven't done much athletic uh, play since then. But as I went through one of um, the most important certifications that I've ever ever done, I think, the Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist, um, I went into it with the intention of training athletes and and actually going into an athletic trainer type of role. But as I went through it, it became revolutionary for me with your normal everyday person, uh, which is typically what we refer to as general population or gen pop. And so I'll refer to it as gen pop moving forward. And I'd like to just clarify that I consider myself gen pop as well, because again, I'm not an athlete. Um, But what I learned is that everybody needs to train like an athlete because there's a few distinct but significant strategies that athletes use that are incredibly valuable to everyone. And so the two biggest are power and bone density. So power is being able to use your strength quickly. It's accelerated strength, fast, explosive movements that you can control. But this is critically important for our longevity because we lose that power pretty quickly as we age. But one of the most common pitfalls as we get older is falling. It can be absolutely disastrous. We're all at risk for it as we age. And I want to say that... uh, I listened to a podcast with Pierre Atia a handful of months ago. I want to say that um, for for people over the age of 65 who fall and break their hips, something like 15 to 30% of them die within a year. And so again, falling can be absolutely catastrophic. 
if we're going to be able to stop ourselves from falling, we need to move with strength quickly. We got to move fast, but we can't just move fast. We also have to have the strength to catch ourselves or break our falls so that we don't actually break something else. And so by training for power, we can develop those qualities that are going to save us in a situation like that, and we can minimize our risk. And so that's exactly what what training like an athlete prepares your body to do. It's going to have you train powerfully. These athletes need to move fast and with strength all the time. And obviously, they're the most extreme example of that. So again, I'm not going to have you do the exact things that you know, a 250-pound NFL linebacker would do, but you need to be doing something that requires power. And it could be as simple as taking a medicine ball and throwing that motherfucker through the floor. Maybe through the floor. I mean, hopefully, maybe one day through the floor. That'd be dope as shit. They'd be strong as hell. But that was obviously metaphorical. But it can be as simple as that. It can be as simple as doing a little jump, which leads to our next one, actually, which is bone density. Because we need to create better bone density and strength training by itself does that because any load or resistance on our body will strengthen our bones. But what athletic training does differently is add impact. And so impact most often comes by way of jumps like that, where you're asking your body to absorb force from the floor. And this is even more important for women where jumps are shown to increase their bone density even more than in men. And so training like an athlete brings both of these ideas into the fold so that you can reap all-encompassing benefits that improve longevity. And so again, we're not going to have you do athletic training as if you were trying to get out there on the field, on the court as a professional. But once you've built your foundation of strength and comfortability with movements, and so you have the skill of form and movement patterns, you've also built some of that base layer of strength, then it's a great time to start incorporating some more simple power movements and eventually building up so that you can create that strength with acceleration. Now, where does this overlap with nurses? Like, how do we actually structure this for nurses? Because, you know, I've touched on some specifics so far, but for the most part, you know, as I've said, this is going to, this is going to benefit everyone. Um, but the overlap between athletes and nurses is actually so significant, which is why, which is why our programming, I think is the absolute best for nurses specifically. And so athletes, as we've just covered, they rely on power and strength to perform, but so do nurses. You guys are supporting unstable patients you are giving life-saving CPR and everything in between that requires strength and power. If you're going to support an unstable patient, you need to move with strength and quickly because if they're going to fall, it's going to happen pretty fast and it's going to be out of the blue for the most part. Like you're expecting it because you know they're unstable, but you don't know when they're going to fall. And so you need to be able to move quickly, but with strength to support that person. Giving life-saving CPR takes a lot of strength and power and not to mention endurance, depending on how long that takes. If you want to save somebody's life in that situation, you need to have those qualities to support them best. So you need strength and power to deliver your care, especially in the most critical of circumstances. And so when those qualities are trained outside the hospital, then or outside of just whatever facility you work in, then you're capable inside where it matters most. And so again, strength and power is going to come into play um, 
with your day-to-day -day nursing duties. Again, you also deal with low back pain, achy feet, different areas of pain, and training like an athlete helps that because great athletes are built from their backside. They're built from the posterior. And that's also how you build physical resilience to relieve low back aches and foot pain. So when you train your posterior, when you target the right muscles, and when you hone in on form for the big major movement patterns, aches and pains will go away. And so if you train like an athlete where the emphasis is on your backside, it doesn't mean that we ignore the front side. It just means that most of, most of the applicable athletic qualities come um, or are generated from our backside. And when you do that, it takes care of a lot of the aches and pains that nurses deal with on a daily basis from being on their feet all the time, from leaning over patients, from helping support them. I mean, I had a nurse who, who got back from maternity leave and day one, she hurts her low back, strains her core, helping somebody uh, ambulate, just helping them get back on their feet again. And this is where she then started a year later, still in pain, working with me. And within months, her core pain was gone and she felt way stronger than ever before. And this is because she, just, she trained properly. She trained like an athlete. She trained her backside. She trained her core in a functional way. And before she knows it, the pain is gone. So we want to get you out of pain. We also want you performing your job at the highest possible level. And we also want you managing stress. So that's the last piece of the puzzle where there's an overlap between athletes and nurses is stress. Both groups are under unbelievable amounts of stress. They tend to, to fall into different buckets, right? Like we've got mental, physical, emotional buzzet, but buckets. Um, athletes' stress is obviously going to fall much more physical, and then the other two. And while there is a physical component um, to nursing, as we've covered, chances are most more of your stress is going to fall into mental and emotional buckets. And so, yeah, the distribution of stress is different. But at the end of the day, stress is stress, and your body has to recover from it. And so it's a little different. And at the same time, it's there's a lot of overlap there, even with different uh, different types of stress. So generally speaking, the stress load for each nurses and athletes is high. And so stress management and recovery is key. And so one strategy that we employ for nurses to do this is, is actually to, to work out, to exercise on your work days. And so if this isn't practical for you, and I have uh, a whole other podcast going over this, um, it's episode number 28, how nurses should structure stress to experience less. And so this will dive into this concept a little more, but just understand that if it's not practical for you to, to work on in your work days, that's okay. It may be optimal, possibly from that stress management perspective, but if it's not practical, just don't worry about it. Like it's, it's much, much more effective for you. You'll get better results from just being able to work out consistently, even if it's not on work days, than trying to fit it in on work days and failing to do so. But where why, or why it can be beneficial, and again, we're stealing this from athletes. So athletes actually do their hardest training on game days. So game days are going to be the highest stress because they've got walkthroughs, they've got the actual game itself, which is going to be the most physical output typically, but then they're going to stack their hardest training day on that day as well. And it's because it consolidates stress. So we're putting a whole bunch of stress on one day so that the next day we can lower the stress. And so when you have that drastic difference between high stress days and low stress days, your body can actually or more effectively recover 
because we have a lot of stress that it has to adapt from. And then the next day, we only have a little stress that needs to adapt some. So we can put those resources into recovery. Whereas if you're just always under a moderate and chronic amount of stress, it's hard for your body to recover because it's always under a not insignificant amount of stress. And that's hard to recover from because there's just always something to deal with. And it's so much that it's taking up your resources. And so you're not going to recover as well as if you have a really high stress day with a really low stress recovery day. And so it can be beneficial for nurses to act like athletes in that way as well and to uh, to consolidate your stress as much as possible. And then on top of that, you know, if, if you're doing it before work, you're going to boost your energy for the day. Typically, your mental clarity goes up. You get to de-stress before work. And so there's a lot of ancillary benefits to it as well. And, and again, it, the strategy is necessary for success. So whatever schedule you can stick to consistently is best. Um, but being able to do this, it can improve your results. It can, absolutely. So if it's possible, do it because you'll see some benefits from it. And then you'll also get some time back on your off days. You're not trying to go to the gym on an off day where you got to catch up on life. You can just do your recovery stuff, catch up on life, all that good stuff. So this is why we program like athletes for our nurse population. And so again, we're going to structure the, the workouts for where you are now. Again, I'm not going to write you a workout program that treats you like LeBron James. You're not one of the best athletes in the world. Sorry to say it. If you were, you'd probably be playing in the NBA. But that's not realistic. And so we're going to start you off where you're at, whether you have a little strength training experience, none at all, or you've been doing it for years. We'll meet you where you're at and give you movements that you're comfortable with, that you're confident with, that you know you can execute. And as you grow, the program grows with you. And so again, typically, that actually starts off with not having much, if any, power work because it may be unfamiliar to you. And we want to build your movement patterns first. We want to build your strength first. And then we want to incorporate power movements. And again, we'll start with some lower intensity power movements, things like medicine ball slams, maybe some jumps. Those are typically the easy ones before you progress to maybe things like a push press um, or a kettlebell swing, things that are a little bit more complex. Um, and typically we shy away from like, you know, Olympic lifts, like you know, cleans and snatches and, and things like that because the, the risk reward ratio for your average person, it's just not there. But we're not going to give you too much to handle right out of the gate. And I think that's important because I think when people hear, we're going to train you like an athlete, all of a sudden it's like, well, pff, shit, that's going to be really fucking hard, isn't it? And I'm going to get hurt. We're going to make sure that doesn't happen. And so we'll meet you where you're at. But again, it's going to be the most impactful thing for nurses. It's going to allow you to do your job best. It's going to allow you to feel your best outside of work, and it's going to get you out of pain on top of allowing you to live a long freaking time with a high quality of life. Now, who doesn't want all those things? So I hope this is helpful for you guys to give you a, a peek behind the curtain of how we structure our strength training, why it is the absolute best in the industry for nurses. And if you want to give it a try, go to the show notes, shoot me a message on whatever platform you'd like, Instagram, Facebook, um, mention the podcast, and I will send you a free strength training guide. It's going to touch on everything that we just covered here. It's going to give you a full, uh, it'll actually touch on 
a few three extra principles of strength training so that you can strength train effectively and continue to get better and better at it. And it's going to have full done for you workouts. They're going to include form videos. They're going to include sets, reps, rest time, everything that you need to just walk into the gym, follow the plan, get it done, not worry about anything, get in, get out, be done, get results. So again, if you want that strength training guide, it's free. You don't got to do nothing to get it. I just want to help you experience why our programming is the absolute best for you as a nurse. So again, if that's something you're interested in, shoot me a message, mention the podcast. But again, I hope this is helpful for you guys to reveal a little bit about how we structure our exercise for our nurse clients. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for your time and attention. We'll be back with more next week. <laughs>